time to welcome in the team Blake Redden and Jason Bonington. Hello, Blake and Jason. Gareth, we've uh, we've hit the afternoon. We're rolling through Monday, and I'm looking forward to talking about what has been a a really big seven days in the trots. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It wasn't a it wasn't a massive amount going on probably on the weekend, but across last week, of course, one of the iconic weeks in Southern Hemisphere harness racing over there in New Zealand. And even though we couldn't be there. Soaked in the action. Looking forward to talking about it as well, Gareth. Uh, we look like it was a terrific week over there in New Zealand. Love to see a big crowd there at a harness racing event. And Christchurch never really fails to deliver. I heard a, a little stat. Um, this might be anecdotal and uh, who knows how true. But for, for sort of 30 or 40 years, it hasn't rained on New Zealand Cup Day no. at Christchurch. That's I, think, I think it was actually 62 or something. Like really? That, yeah. That's... Uh, that's unbelievable, isn't it, considering it's New Zealand and it's, it's you know, still rainy season here. I don't mm. think I've been to a New Zealand Cup. I've been to about five or six. I've probably lost count a little bit. But um, I don't think I've ever seen a day where it's been cold, really. I've always got sunburn on New Zealand Cup Day at Addington. Yeah, you're not quite as light as me, Gareth, but I'd say it wouldn't take a lot of uh, a lot no, of sunshine. Probably get point. probably give you a little bit of a red nose there, mate. But um, I've only been to the one, and I reckon it was... I think it was mild. I don't think I was freezing or anything like that. It wasn't like going to Jules Day at Ashburton where I, I was frozen solid. They had to move me off the lawn and get me back inside. It was that cold at Ashburton. But certainly New Zealand Cup Day is usually pretty nice, which is why the young ladies come out in their, uh, in their dresses and the men in their finery and everyone has a magnificent time. Now, Jason, what's your favourite harness racing meeting or event to go to? We've got about a minute away from our next commitment here on RSN Central. And, Blake, I would love to hear yours as well before we get stuck into the things we learnt over the weekend. You go first, Bob. Are you saying every year or one particular meeting? Oh, that just every... What, what's your favourite meeting in harness racing? Well, it's, I guess it probably switches and swaps a little bit. I'd have to say, I reckon, just the atmosphere you get on Hunter Cup Night at Tabcorp Park okay. Mountain. I mean, I like I like travelling further afield, so there's always an excitement when you're interstate or overseas. Wayville was magnificent. Unfortunately, I don't think I'll be attending that one because it's during the Inter-Dominion this time around. Uh, but each and every year, there's so many country cups I love going to. Things that you wouldn't expect, like Shepparton and, and Bendigo, I love to go to those. The British Crown semi-final oh, nights and all the rest. Don't but, try and uh, suck up to everyone, Jason. Oh, no, it's not that sucking up. I love going to You haven't got time to mention every bloody club oh, in Australia now. It's just, so if you it's can just get a free one, fee. If it's, one, if it's one, Gareth, it's going to be the oh, Hunter Cup. But oh, I love going up to Sydney and Brisbane as I'll well. I'll get yours in just a moment, Blake. Have you ever loved a woman? Blake, your favourite harness racing event? Oh, I think it has to be the Inter-Dominion just because of the stories that, that are created in sort of the two or three weeks yep. leading in and, and, you know, the the event that it is on the day. So that's probably the one for me. Okay, five things we learned here on Gatespeed with Gareth Hall, Blake Redden and Jason Bonington. Number one, Cruz Bromac breaks through for a deserved Grand Circuit success. He was impressive, wasn't he, all, all New Zealand Cup week? He was, and he got the, um, the, you know, the real gold, I guess, in the New Zealand Cup. And, you know, the winning um, play for him was beginning so quickly from the stand. He was able to get to the pegs, and despite ending up, you know, back on the pegs, he um, he had that nice run due to the quick beginning. And Bonnie, you know, we all know he was unlucky in the race last year, and he sort of come back and done some racing in Victoria and done some racing in New Zealand, and he's um, he's always threatened to, to break through at that absolute grand circuit level, but... Um, he's probably been a horse that's taken a little while to develop. We saw him as a, you know, quite an experienced horse in Victoria, Victoria Cups and races of that nature, and um, he's really sort of developed and gone on with it. And he is a horse that seems to be, if not getting better with age, certainly holding his form. And that was the case through New Zealand Cup week. Um, unlucky, obviously, in the 
free-for-all after galloping early when he was going to run to a, a prominent position. And um, But that, that New Zealand Cup, I suppose, is all, all they would have wanted for the week. Yeah, look, he's turned into a journeyman, hasn't he? He's not the kind of horse you'd think would be winning a New Zealand Cup. He's been with Dean Braun. He's been with Amanda Grieve, Kevin Pizzuto, Mark Purden. So he's one of those horses that's been everywhere and been through a number of trainers. But... You're right. I'm not sure he's getting better, but the the lack of, I guess, you know, a Lazarus or a Tiger Tower at the moment gives Cruz Bromack his chance to shine. And that was obviously the big win. He'd already had a couple of Group 1 wins, the Len Smith Mile and the New Zealand free-for-all. But without sort of... Um, without uh, being too condescending to them. They're not the elite races. They're very, very good group ones. But going there and winning a New Zealand Cup the way he did, particularly from a completely different perspective because he'd won short course group ones, but to go there and win over two miles, um, that's going to be part of his legacy, Cruz Bromac. So well done to everybody who's been involved throughout the course of his career. And I don't think it's finished yet with an intervention right around the corner, Gareth. Tough Monarch does Australia proud in the Group 1 trot. He was mighty. Well done to Ricky Alchin. And one of my favourite stories of last week here on RSN Central was catching up with Anthony Butt on the day after he tasted success there on that Tuesday with Tough Monarch. And the story how he got to the races after his mum picked him up from the airport and went through every red light in Christchurch. (laughs) Mind you, there's not too many in Christchurch. And obviously broke the laws with getting uh, Anthony there by breaking the speed limit. So God bless Mrs. Butt. She's my hero. Oh, look, she's been there, done that. No doubt about that, Uh, of course, being part of that. That dynastic family, but dynastic. to turn up on, dynastic to turn up on time, <laughs> probably break some rules to get Anne's. He's putting the silks on. She's got her foot flat to the floor. It's just a magnificent story, and of course, Anne's probably continued the theme. He had the foot flat to the floor most of the way through the Group One win, so yeah. he was just continuing on the good work of Mum a little bit earlier in the afternoon. But uh, look, if you go through New Zealand Cup week, and we discuss this a little bit on the little podcast we do, Bakes, but. He was the horse of the carnival because, of course, he's gone and won on the Tuesday and then finished second on the Friday. So he wasn't better than Cruz Bromac, mate. I no, apologize. no, you're talking about points, Gareth. So Cruz Bromac has won one race and then finished. Then he finished. He finished third in the free for all, so that counts three points and one point. Yeah, we'll just I know. do the math here. That's four, and then you've got five for tough. Mark. But that's he like picking cricket side off numbers. Cruz Bromac was the star horse of that carnival. Oh, You're like misleading a, the punters there. That, that, that's just absolutely not true. Cruz Bromac was Well, he went enormous the, in the free-for-all. He galloped, and then he still caught up the field to finish third, and then he dominated the New Zealand Trotting Cup, I think, where I Tough th- Monarch found the front over a short trip and led all of the way, and then was brave, but there were some excuses behind some of the big guns in that Dominion trot. He's run along. Like, Cruz Bromac was magnificent on New Zealand Cup Day. Oh, look, oh, it's, it's, as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing between them. But I'm just saying, okay. Tough Monarch, first and second, he deserves it. And he ran along in his Group 1 win. It wasn't as though he stacked them and racked them and sprinted up. So, But would he have won he, if he, he didn't lead? He was there to be beaten. Well, you saw him come from behind and run second to Habibi Inter, who just went out of this world on the Friday. So who's to say that he couldn't have uh, won if he didn't lead? But... Uh, Great carnival. Ricky Elgin particularly probably goes up another level. I know Cruz Bromack went across as well, but to, to go across the way they did and, of course, the the obstacles they face, Bakes, um, I know now or we're very confident that Tough Monarch is going to represent us well in the Inter-Dominion and when he comes back home, he's going to be right up where, there with Tornado Valley and a couple of others as the best square gators in this part of the world. Yeah, we shouldn't forget McLovin who ran a really good second. He was, if not a touch unlucky, he was just sort of held up for a stride or two and and was clearly the fastest finisher in that, that first race, uh, the Group 1 on Tuesday. So, yeah, I mean, Tough Monarch, he's sort of 
He's been a little bit in no man's land probably for 18 months now and, and he had that opportunity on, I think, Victoria Cup night to win a Group 1 and it sort of all went a little bit awry, but uh, he snatched mm. it there on uh, on New Zealand Cup week and, and, as you say, backed it up in the in the Dominion trot running second. So he's broken through and, and now he gets his chance to go on with it in the next 12 months. Hey, Blake, always always knew you were a wonderful judge, but you just proved how great you were there on Friday because you've been in the Chase Auckland's... Um, corner for a long time now and he got the brakes go his way a little bit with the draw and then the early gallop there from Cruz Bromac instead of being three back he was leaders back but he won nicely there on Friday he did I mean you've outlined it he had every possible so I wouldn't be to be honest I thought his New Zealand Cup run was better than his free for all win okay. because he um he was shunted really wide on that final bend and he was finishing as hard as anything in the New Zealand Cup so uh, I think if he was, you know, if he got the chance to be put into the race in the New Zealand Cup, he would have given it a mighty shake, but not to be. He got uh, that consolation on Friday, and in the Dominion Trop on the the Group One, Habibi Inter, well, um, she she was excellent. Just uh, just got that right trip in transit, and they went really hard and hit the line strongly. Yeah, I think I, look the main thing I got out of point three there was Gareth has learned a valuable lesson that if you try and have a go at Blake Redden, he'll oh. fight back and defend himself into the death. But if you give him a compliment. He'll tell you how the compliment was wrong or how you've I just said it up. I so, he, Gareth, unlike, you've learned a valuable lesson. You won't you, do Jason, that again going forward. Unlike you, no, Jason, look, if you've got the biggest look, ego that I know. Well, you, obviously you haven't seen a mirror lately then, Gareth. But um, I will say uh, I will say that um, Chase Auckland, look, he, he had his turn in the sun. It's a proved Blake Wright, I think, over the next 6 to 12 months. He's got a... He's got to win a couple more of those. But um, he certainly was a, a wonderful performance on New Zealand Cup Day. And with the run that he had, he was entitled to win on the Friday, and he's done that. Now he has to go and beat a couple of his stable mates a bit more often, and we can elevate him a touch higher. What about that, uh, Blake? If Chase Auckland was San Carlo, Jason would have been, oh, it's the greatest horse <laughs> of all time. It's better than popular arm, Chase hey, Auckland. Uh, How great hey, is he? Blah, blah, hey, Gary, blah. Can, can, Please. Can you, de- can you declare Spell. Can you declare on air right now that San Carlo can't win the Inter-Dominion? Yeah, he won't. I don't think he will win the Inter-Dominion. All right, we'll clip that up. Thanks very much. We'll clip that up. Very yeah, we good. will, because okay. you continue to overrate horses, and it's not fair on the horse. And no. I feel for the connection sometimes as well, because oh, you oh. get on the bandwagon, everyone pats you on the back, and then you go, oh, and then you have to continue on with it. And there's no facts really to back it up, apart from a oh. Kilmore Cup victory. Oh, no, we'll, we'll see who the connections uh, the connections feel uh, yeah, more perturbed by out of you and me after that little exchange. Well, probably I, think, me. I think they're fine. I think, I think but I love I love I, I love the story. To have a very good horse. They're excited yeah. to have a very good horse. And I tell you what, anybody there was there were stacks of people, probably including you, under sort of some fake Twitter account, getting on and saying, I don't do that." Jake. This is the real. Uh, th- this was the real San Carlo on New Zealand. I Captain wouldn't say Well, he's just not up to it. Well, that's not true. There was no way that was the real San Carlo. Mm. And I reckon they can turn him around for the Inter-Dominion. And nothing would make me happier. I know he's as good as... You know, he, he's as good as Cruz Bromack. And he's as good you as know all he these horses. You know he can't win the Inter-Dominion, don't Why can't he win the Inter-Dominion? Because he just, he's never going to be in the right yeah. position in a race and like Jason, that. And Jason, he's is, not is he as what? good as Cruz Bromack because he hasn't got his gate speed, first of all. And he, he Cruz Bromack, I know that he has to be on the pegs, but he still, he still can come off the pace like he did in the Auckland Cup. So... He has pro- he has proven that he's as good as what's going around when he's on, when he's on song. Don't worry about that. And I, I can tell you right now, the fifteen dollars about the Inter Dominion. Well, you should take it. I, I, I have taken it, and we'll you continue to take it. And I, and Gareth, I'm just very pleased that you've declared on air that he can't win the Inter Dominion. And do you know what? I, I'm not like I would love nothing more for harness racing in this state and the people there of the Golden Valley. 
and Beck Bartley and the team there with San Carlo to win the Inter Dominion. Mm. But I just think you overrate him, Jason, and it's 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 getting out of hand for just, mine. Just, just by the way, Gareth, I, I've never. I've never overrated him. All I've said, basically... You say the, he's the, the best horse in the Australasia. No, I don't say you that. I've never, I don't That's think I've ever, lie. ever, ever said that. In fact, in fact, now most you're of making, it... Now you're making... Now, you, now, you, now you... Most of it, Gareth, is about... Can you that truck beeping Most of it, yeah. Gareth. Yeah. <laughs> <Most> <laughs> of reverse. Excuse me, <laughs> no, 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 can no, no, people no. get out of most Jason's of ways backing back? Don't run over anyone. Gareth, most of it is about my love for the horse, not the fact that I've ever said he's the best But you've got to make sure that you explain that to the punters because you can misguide them with your passion for this horse instead of using your head. Anyway, we've got to move well, on. I, I Colt the punters, 30, no. Yeah, well, no, I'm, not going to, I'm not going to comment anymore. Colt 31 makes amends at Melton. That's exciting. I, I think he is a big chance in the Auckland Inter-Dominion. Bring it oh on. Oh He's quick. He, he had every opportunity. I mean, he was, he was I'm quite t- I'm telling fortunate you right now, that rappers no, like Gallup no matter what, choke down. I, I think there's very little chance of Kevin and KC Moore... I think they're going to be around, hopefully, for another 20 years. You are not getting in the will, Gareth. There is this, this constant talking up of Colt 31. Just because you're hoping to get maybe 100 bucks, maybe a 1000 bequeath you, it's not going to happen. Two horses basically took no part in that race. Colt 31 was very good, but he was going to be in the breeze. And um, Rapper's Delight's choked down, and he's found himself in front. He's a nice horse. but he's quick. He's got, a, he's got an <sighs> asset there where he can sit off the base geez, and come geez, home. Geez, after the race was completely set up for him at Swan Hill by San Carlo, he got him by... He got him by a yeah. lip, so he can't be that good if he's beating that average horse by such a small margin. Well, please, Jason. He was only second up, and he's a better horse than San Carlo. Because well, he, of his... the... he was actually third up, and he was second in the Victoria Cup. You're starting the battle here, Gareth. Yeah, so but he, he was well, second up because he had that run over in Albion Park, but his effort in the Victoria Cup, I would thought, was pretty good because McCarthy was off and gone and took mm. all of his momentum away. Yep. Anyway, cash and flow finds his sweet spot. It's okay, Jason. It's all opinion. You don't have to suck up there out there. Oh, no, 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 no sucking up. Just you trying, are just sucking try, up. Just trying to clarify to you when a horse is second up and third oh, up. And it if they can matter. only beat another horse by a lip, does that, how much better does that oh. make them? You may get in the will. So the, the, the discussion we're having now, cash and flow, he bounced back after yeah. what was a disappointing performance uh, really the week before at Menangle. But he broke 150, but it seems like that's happening more and more regularly, of course, at Tabcorp Park, Menangle. Uh, he's a good horse, cash and flow. He certainly had his issues, and I know when he's 100% right that Luke McCarthy rates him as being exceptionally good, and we saw him run some wonderful races here in Melton when he was campaigning here. Um, whether he'll whether he'll win a real big one, I've probably got my uh, my little doubts over cash and flow, but he was wonderful on the weekend and uh, a big winner, Bakes. Yeah, that's his trick, isn't it? It's sprint trip at Menangle. He did have to do plenty of work, so take nothing away from him because he worked to the lead, and as you say, they've broken 150, so... I guess, you know, until we see him do it on a big stage, there's always going to be concerns that he, he's probably not a middle trip or staying horse. But at the same time, if he can turn up an angle every week and break 150, he's going to be competitive in those bigger sprint races up there. Now I've got to get through a few SMSs here. It's just lit up for some reason. Um, how good was good form on Friday night at Melton? Wow, we Well done, lads. And Jason. Jason's was that Jason? Phone. Well done, yeah. Jason. Second phone, Jason's texting. Yeah, no, no, it was a look. We we had a couple of uh, tough weeks before that, but it was uh, we had some good results on Friday, and hopefully you followed us in there, Gareth, because of course we we gave a couple of those tips out on the show, and uh, it doesn't always work out no. like that, but it did on Friday night. I must have jinxed you because I went with your two best bets. One got beat one-one <laughs> for the multi, anyway. But you were pretty good before that, mm. um, and it was one hell of a tipping performance. So, Jason, congratulations and well done. Now this is from Maddie. Can you nominate for me Gary Hall Jr.'s drive with King of Swing last Friday night as the drive of the week? 
I think he went straight to the front or he made that mid-race move. I think he heads now to Sydney. Unto, this is Gareth's second fight. Yeah, Craig Cross. I think he's going to prepare King of Swing. Um, this is from Tom with you, Gareth. Colt 31's a better horse than San Carlo. Blake, what do you think? Uh, yeah, Blake, what do you think, mate? It's a tough one. But I think Don't Colt, sit on the fence, Blake. Don't sit on the fence, Blake. What I'll say is that I think the Colt 31 will beat San Carlo home more times than San Correct. Carlo will beat Colt 31 yeah, home. Another so thing. does that make him a better yeah. horse? I'm not sure. Well, it does because <laughs> he beats him home more times than he Jeez. doesn't. Hey, what about the markets for the Inter Dominion? Mark Caller, 250. McLovin, 450. Tough Monarch at five. Habiti Inter at $6. Winterfell at $8. Majestic Man at $9. If you watch that race on Friday, you think, how's that horse? Uh, a bit, a bit, whatever you say. Habibi Inter. Habibi Inter at $6. Well, how's Mark Caller at 250 after, after roaring along and, and stopping? I mean, yeah. obviously that won't be the... The plan again, but um, seems very short this far out. Of oh, I think the, I, I, I know that the plan again is probably to, for McLovin to go, but you couldn't be diving into that. And to be honest, as much as we're encouraging people to bet, I really could not tell anybody to have a bet on anything yeah. in that market. What at about? Those I, I know this is very silly, but did you bring the beers? Actually, backed it up and was quite good again on Friday, or okay on Friday. Fifty-one dollars, thirteen a place. Oh yeah, I mean for thrill know. seekers. Yep. Now this is another one coming through. Spank him at three fifty. Cruz Boromac five dollars. The fix of five. Ultimate Sniper five, and blinging on at seven. Chase Auckland at eight. Who's the one to beat? You got Colt thirty one at eighteen dollars. San Carlo at fifteen. Triple eight at fifteen dollars. I can't believe Colt thirty one's at a longer price than San Carlo. That can't be right. Well, it is. Yeah, he's, a, he's a better horse, obviously. <laughs> I, uh, Bling it on's at seven. I think he's good value. To be I, honest, to be honest, I, and this is not being uh, patriotic or jingoistic, but I reckon the Aussies are—they're they're nearly all backable compared to the Kiwis. There, Bling it on's got to be an enormous hope coming in fresh to an Inter-Dominion campaign after the performances he produced back from that enormous spell. I reckon, in complete honesty, without but without joking around, Colt Thirty-One, if he gets there, can win the race, and so too can San Carlo. So there's probably more juice in this market because it's yeah. it's dominated at the top end, and a couple of those a couple of those. Really good Purden runners. I'm not sure. Neither Spankham nor Cruz Bromack, I think, produced their best run in the final of the Inter-Dominion last time around. And I'm not sure whether they're actually perfect Inter-Dominion horses. So I'd be happy to risk them compared to a horse like Blinken on or San Calais Bakes. Yeah, easier on their home deck. But, yeah. um, I, you know, Chase Auckland, I think, will handle the series well. But I talk about him a lot. <laughs> the, the draw's important. The classy brigade at $31 and $9 the drum has to be overs. Yeah, he's nearly get... won the New Zealand Cup and I thought was pretty good the other day. After well, you got, you, you got, you, you he's going to get tagged. You teams. got your chance on Friday to prove whether he would have won the New Zealand Cup if he'd held them all out, and he wouldn't have, Gareth. So no, he's, he's not going to he's not going to win an Inter Dominion final either. Oh, I think he's a, a small chance if he's three back defence and gets a little bit of luck in a pacing final. We'll just drop him in three back defence and make sure the speed. Yeah, really we good always, and then we'll back him in the run. You need a little bit of luck, Jace. <laughs> As always, it's a pleasure, boys. Thanks for your time on Gate Speed today. Good punting. Enjoy the rest of your week.